Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. There's always a lag time when I go live. Now Facebook has caught up and now we're here. Now we're live. Okay. Hi. Welcome. Oh, okay. So this has been something that's been on my heart and I want to share and talk about. It's really important. It is probably the um, the foundation of of my work, of the Inner Spark method, of why I do what I do, why I devote my life and and everything to to this work and to the people in my space. And so that is really this this idea of mothering ourselves. And so I want to talk about what that is, what I mean by that, and why it is probably the most important thing that deep feeling sensitive women can can do. And this weekend actually marks the fifth anniversary that my mother passed away. She was taken way too soon, as is what happens with a lot of addicts that don't get to get out of that, that disease and that cycle of addiction. And I've shared a lot about my mother and how she was an addict and the impact that that had on me and um, the very challenging childhood that resulted from that experience. And then also my own dances with, with addiction in various forms from alcohol to disordered eating and, and all of those things. So my mother and, and this notion of mothering and really showing up for ourselves and and creating a solid foundation for for us as deep feeling sensitive women has really been on, on my heart lately and my mother is a great inspiration for my creation of the inner spark method and the work that i do today uh, because sadly her story and my story aren't unique they're not they happen all too often so many women are are suffering and living half-lived lives and um, numbing themselves and feeling like there's something wrong with them, living in a constant state of anxiety and exhaustion and burnout and just kind of feeling like, like walking apologies, right? Like, I'm sorry I exist. I'm sorry that I'm here. I'm sorry that I'm taking up space. And that just really is why I do what I do, period. Because I witnessed it. <laughs> I saw what it does. I danced with it for a while. And I'm not just talking about addiction here. I'm talking about those those beliefs and those those deeply held stories that result in addiction or that result in burnout, all the different ways that that can show up for us. Yeah, so burnout's one of them. Addiction is another. People pleasing is another. Anxiety is another. All of these ways that, that it shows up really at its core is um, feminine shame. And I'm gonna talk about that more in a second. So the truth is um, we weren't taught or shown how to live nourishing lives that honor our needs as sensitive, deep feeling women. We just weren't, we weren't. Our mothers didn't have that. So they couldn't model us, model it for us. You can't teach somebody which you don't know, right? You can't model something that, that you're not doing or that you know nothing about. And so many of us are just feeling insecure and edgy and desperate and lost and overwhelmed and just burnt out. We don't understand ourselves. We don't understand 
like why we are the way we are, why we think or feel the way that we do. And we like really just don't even know ourselves. There's, there's shame and there's resistance towards ourselves and, and our, our just innate nature, right? There's, there's frustration around why we do the things we do, why we are the way we are, and yet we don't know how else to be. And we weren't shown or modeled a way to, to, to know ourselves, to care for ourselves. And so then we're just taught to like be uh, normal, to be the same all the time, to, to keep up with a loud world, to toughen up, to, to kind of just force ourselves to be the same all the time. And not only is that impossible, but that struggle, that striving to try to even do this impossible thing in the first place just yields some more frustration, anxiety, burnout. It's, it's, it's this just god-awful cycle that just keeps going. And it wears, and it wears, and it grinds away at your freaking soul until you're just like, you know, something's got to give. Something needs to change. And ultimately, what we need to relearn, or maybe even just learn for the first time, I don't even think it's a relearning, uh, is, is how to mother ourselves, how to mother ourselves. And we live in a world that really just like overall lacks that motherly energy and presence. It's not really something that we pause to acknowledge. And yet it's here, it's all around us. That, that mothering essence never went anywhere. We've just done a really good job as a culture in the last many thousand years thousands of years at overriding that, at ignoring that, at trying to outsmart nature, trying to outsmart our bodies, trying to just perform and go and do and be 24 seven. And that's just <laughs> the most unnatural thing ever. It is a joke. It is a fool's game because it's impossible. And in my work, I refer to this phenomenon as feminine shame and feminine shame is something that impacts all of us regardless of gender and is actually the root. So hear me when I say this to you, if you're still here with me, you wanna know what the root of your burnout and your overthinking and your exhaustion are? All of these things that you struggle with that you think are the problems in and of themselves that you're like trying to fix or go after, it's all from the same thing. It's all from the same root and the root of it for many deep feeling sensitive women is feminine shame, period right there. And so the remedy is rebuilding a foundation for our lives, for, for how we relate to ourselves and the world. So naming and identifying and confronting that feminine shame, really understanding what it is and how it lives within us, how it lives in our, in our psyche and how it, it forms the, the basis for the beliefs that we hold about ourselves and the world and then building a new foundation for how to be in, in a right relationship with our bodies, with our emotions and our energy, with our mind, and ultimately with, with nature. And nature and the seasons as, as literal tangible things, but also in a, in a metaphorical energetic sense as well. There's, there's so much there as, as the journey of the seasons mirror our own. And I have so many resources that I can share 
on that I've created on on living seasonally and feminine shame. And ultimately, if you if you're ready to like really look into this, the inner spark method program is is where you need to go. So back to my mother and a little bit more about my journey when I hit rock bottom, let's call it and made a decision nearly a decade ago to create a new way of living for myself. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea what I was getting into. I had no idea like what to do first or where to go or I I I really truly had no idea that like something better was even a possibility and like what it could even look like. At that point it was like I just don't want to feel like a piece of shit all the time. Like that was about as far <laughs> as far as I could let myself envision. It was like I just I just don't want to feel so anxious. I just don't want to feel so tired. I just don't want to feel like I shouldn't be allowed to like exist or take up space. So, you know, we all have to start somewhere and that's, that's where I was, you know, I, uh, I quit drinking and I was like sober for the first time since I was for, for any extended period of time since I was like 11, 12. And, and the road was rocky. It was rocky. There were beautiful moments of joy and relief. And then times of just like heart-wrenching despair and darkness and everything in between. Because that's, that's the natural journey of life. That's how nature is. That's how we are. That's how things operate in a, in a natural, functional way. And so long fast forward journey all the ways all the things my my journey has been beautiful it's taken me to many places of 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 exploration and 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 experiences and formal studies and education and and ultimately de dedicating and devoting my life to to the mother to mothering myself to being the mother i most needed the mother that my mother probably most needed and her mother most needed and back, 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 however many generations, many, many, many. So devoting my life to being the mother I most needed and then to stand as that beacon and that lighthouse for others. To, to kind of energetically impart that and, and to show that like, there's a better way. There is a way of, of living that can feel really wonderful that our species has forgotten over the last many generations right it's been it's been programmed out of us and so those of us that are deep feeling and highly sensitive we're actually really gifted because we can kind of see through the bullshit and we feel it like it doesn't it doesn't work it doesn't feel good but yet we feel like there's no other way or or we don't know how to make the other way or we don't even know where to go or what to do. And so we just feel stuck and we just kind of stay in this place and just like tackle the symptoms, right? Like, oh, I have low energy and I'm not sleeping well. So I'm gonna try some affirmations or some journaling or a cup of chamomile tea before bed. And yeah, those things are wonderful. 
I highly recommend them, but they're not the reason behind this continual lifelong battle with, with yourself, with, with the anxiety, the overthinking and the, the mini bouts of, of burnout and, and the physical health symptoms that show up too. My goodness, that's a whole other topic for another day, but yeah, my, my body was not, not happy back in those times. So even though today things are so radically different for me than how I was raised or what was shown, um, how I relate with myself is radically different and how I live and, and, and the ways that I, I view the world and, and my values, the values that I hold are so radically different from mainstream culture and what's normal. And I wouldn't have it any other way because it is in this place that I most me, I am fulfilled, I am nourished and I'm just living and being on this journey of life, really honoring the, the cycles and the ebbs and the flows. And so as we do that, as we embrace the, the totality and the fullness of who we are, life gets so much sweeter. Like I said, our physical health improves. We find trust and stability in ourselves. We befriend our emotions rather than kind of getting swept up in them or feeling ashamed of them. And we come into a harmonious relationship with our minds, right? This is meant to be like a place that we can um, strategize and, and come into like a co-creative harmonious relationship with. Our mind is a tool. It's not meant to drive us into the ground and make us sick. It's, it's just not. And so we get to live more wholesome, natural ways. We get to hear ourselves and, and hear our intuition and hear our voice and live and choose and act from that place. And so ultimately all of this and more is us mothering ourselves. We get to simultaneously view ourselves as our mother and our child. So rising up into that space and this, this, this energy, this, this kind of archetypal mother is in all of us, regardless of gender, regardless of if you have little human babies of your own, it's, it's that, that presence. And so I, I'm really curious what this means to you, how you're, you're responding to anything that I'm sharing and what it means to you to, to mother yourself. So viewing ourselves as, as our own mother and our own child and knowing that that consistency and showing up for ourselves and really showing up with that, that tenderness and that presence in each day and each moment to the best of our abilities, it's an ongoing practice. And, and we're, we're still humans, right? We're not, we're not perfect, whatever that even is. So showing up and mothering ourselves in each moment, just, just as we are, just as we are and being the mother that we most needed. And this is not to speak ill of the mothers that we had. Perhaps you had a wonderful experience with, with your mother and, and, and she was fabulous. That's, that's fantastic. Perhaps there's some inspiration there that you can take in how you want to mother yourself and show up for yourself today. Conversely, if your experience with your mother was challenging like mine, there's still plenty of inspiration to take from that as well. You learned and, and witnessed how you don't wish to be. Yeah. So being sensitive, feeling deeply, it's hard. I, I know, I get it. I'm, I'm so right there with you, right there with you. I'm not perfect. I don't have any of this like, you know, 
like squashed, right? I, I still I still feel challenged at times by my sensitivity and my deep feeling ways. And my mind still wants to kind of go into the place of overthinking. The difference today is over the last decade, I've built a robust catalog of resources and tools and expertise and have lovingly put it into a system, a system, a sequenced method that I share with the clients in the inner spark method. So it's this whole process of completely rebuilding the foundation for living your life. It's like, it's like life school, <laughs> life school for deep feeling sensitive women, except in this school, you, you come to realize that like, you're your own best teacher and you're your own best guide. There's, there's no one outside of you trying to like, you know, mold your mind as, as they say about schools. I don't know if they have that. Um, that there's, there's so many beautiful new people in this group and so many from, from the UK and Canada. And I'm not sure if you have the same saying as we do here in the States about molding young minds. So in the inner spark method, you're gathered back to yourself, guided back to yourself to realize that you've been that for you all along, all along. So there is a way just because we weren't taught or modeled healthy ways of being or understanding ourselves or recognizing our needs and relating with the world. And we've kind of been lacking this, this, this mother energy doesn't mean that it's not there and doesn't mean that it's not accessible and that it's not for you. There's a way to live that doesn't involve forever being on a quest to fix or heal what is just your true nature. So you are a deep feeling sensitive woman own it, live with it, embrace it as, as the power that it truly is. Please don't hide. Don't let yourself be buried under generations of feminine shame any longer. Um, I've got you and we've got this and really just celebrating the mothers in each of us, the mothers that we had that were the gateways for us getting to be on this earth right now and really just celebrating the new and different ways that we can step into when we allow ourselves to do so. When we give ourselves that permission and when we seek the support that is required to do that. And so really just feeling my mother who has been like I said, a great inspiration for the work that I do, a great inspiration for the inner spark method and honestly, a better inspiration and, and um, presence in my life since, since her death. So sending love out to her and to all of you. And please let me know, like I asked, what does it mean to you to mother yourself? What feels challenging about that? What feels exciting about it? How might you already be doing that in your life? And where are there places that you're curious to, to step more into that role for yourself as you unravel the legacy of feminine shame that lives in all of us. So let me have it. You can leave it down in the comments or send me a private message. And I am so excited to have this conversation and to, to mother ourselves. Yay. I will see you next time.